I'd like to take a screenshot of my dates on my iPhone, but my top button doesn't work anymore. <laughs> Why doesn't it work? <laughs> I've been pushing it too much over the, the months, I guess. So, when does the new iPhone come out, and can we get it? <laughs> I thought it was coming out this month. Is that not true? Because I can't restart my phone. I'm stuck. All right, jeans. This week, I'm so excited. I'm going to Austin Cap City Comedy Club, September 4th through 7th. Please come see your mommy. And if you saw me at that cool Austin festival, come see me do an hour, son, if you like what you heard. September 12th through 14th, the Underground Comedy Club in Toronto, Canada, which is exciting too. And then September 27th, Buns and I, along with Brian Redband and Tony Hinchcliffe, will be in Columbus, Ohio. And then the 29th, just Tommy and me go to Alabama. We're at the Stardome in Birmingham. September 30th, Tommy and me at Zany's in Nashville, Tennessee. Find Stevie. We're going to find Stevie. October 2nd, Tommy and I are in Charlotte, North Carolina. And then we added Man Friend Disco, San Francisco, October 6th at Cobb's Comedy Club podcast. And we're going to tell the jokes. Yeah, we're going to do both there. But we're supposed <clears throat> to do Atlanta, you know. No. Yeah, the day after Charlotte. Uh-uh. Yeah. Get your life. The day after or the day before, one of the two. I don't know why it's not up. Yeah, I didn't even... It's part of our part of our little mini tour. Mm. Okay. All right. Um, well, you heard it. Come see us, guys. We need your support. Come see us at either Columbus, Birmingham, Nashville, Charlotte, Atlanta, hopefully, San Francisco. We need to see you. San Francisco, you get the podcast and the stand-up show. Um, this week, I'm in Long Island, Strong Island, New York. Me, EPMD, we're at McGuire's, the 5th through the 7th. And then next week, um, I'm in Fort Lauderdale, September 12th through the 14th, the Fort Lauderdale Improv. And that's that for now. And oh, after that uh, San Francisco day, the 10th through the 12th, I'm at Comics at Foxwoods Comedy Club and Casino. Mm-hmm. Christina knows what that's all about. Mm-hmm. So that's it, man. Mm-hmm. I like this. Do you? Uh, uh, uh. This well, sent by, uh, it was sent to us twice. It was? Because he was like, you guys are ignoring this. It's pretty amazing. And I thought we should take oh, a Oh, yeah, I see this now. He says, are you, sleeping on these, are you sleeping on these mommy horns? Julian, Frank. Yeah. All right. So there you go, Julian. There you go, Julian. Thanks, Jules. Jules is what we call him because we're so familiar. Hey, Jules. Um, All right, guys. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow. How have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over and setting up a Mint Mobile 
Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. All right, you ready to start the show? That's what's up. Let's do it. Me that I could speak. Sit down inside the car. Not assuring anything. Under arrest. Look, I'm under what? Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Have a look at the headlock here. See that chap over there? Get your hand off my penis! (laughs) This shit is big time! Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother into this. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsi. Welcome to your mom's house. to us by Stephen mm-hmm. on the interwebs. On, on the interwebs? On the Twitter, I think. Yeah, that guy yeah, is um, <laughs> hilarious. He sounds like Sean Connery a little He's bit. He's being, it's called, they say, <laughs> they say it's epic Australian, man. I didn't know he was Australian, but I guess he is. Um, he's being escorted out of a restaurant by like five police officers. <laughs> and he start, he's like, he's ready to make his statement. And then he just, it just kind of blows up and he resists. <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> diatribe. You just assured me that I could speak. Sit down inside the car. Not assuring anything. I'm under arrest. Look, I'm under what? You're under arrest. Gentlemen, this <laughs> is Democracy Manifest. Have a look at the headlock here. <laughs> See that chap over there? He'll get your hand off my penis! This is the bike who got me on the penis before. <laughs> Why did you do this to me? For what reason? What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? Oh, that's a nice headlock, sir. Oh, ah, yes. I see that you know your judo well. Good one. And you, sir, are you waiting to receive my limp penis? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love, <laughs> I love uh, a succulent Chinese male. He sounds a little bit like Elvis Dumbledore. Are you waiting yeah. to receive my limp penis? My limp penis, I cast a spell on you. Oh, God damn it. What a class. And you, sir, are you waiting to receive my limp penis? How dare get your hands on me. Ta-ta and farewell. Ta-ta and farewell. (laughs) 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 They loaded me. Look, look. (laughs) They even broke. 
Jeez, wow. man. What elegance. Uh, Democracy at work. I don't have the the heart to look this up, but like somebody find out what this guy was arrested for. I'm dying to know. I know. Because I something tells me he's been arrested a few times because he's not panicked. He's making a joke of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's done this a few times before. <laughs> It's possible. Because <laughs> if I were being arrested, I'd be really panicked. Like, I wouldn't have the wherewithal to be as dramatic and have the Shakespearean flair. Get your hand off my penis! Like that? I wouldn't be able to say that. Mm-hmm. Would you? It's so funny. <laughs> uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty hysterical, man. Democracy! Where, he's in Australia? Yeah. It, sa- it says it's... Uh, yeah, it looks like it's Australia, too. Do they even have democracy in Australia? What do they have there? Yeah, of course they have democracy. They like don't they have like par- demo- uh, parliament stuff? Yeah, but it's I mean, it's not democracy. Well, people vote. What do they vote about? Like, oh, how many kangaroos do we let? Yeah, they elect how many dead dingoes carcasses will be for dinner. <laughs> Is that what we're talking about? Uh-uh. Let's vote. And you, sir, are you waiting to receive my limp penis? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you, sir, are you waiting? To a succulent us? Chinese meal. <laughs> That's so good. That's always a good way to diffuse a masculine authority is to threaten them with homosexuality. That's mm-hmm. pretty intelligent, actually. Of course. To be like, are you guys gay? Are you touching my painter? That's how you get brutes to lay their hands off of you. What is the charge? Eating a meal? Eating a succulent Chinese meal. I'm under what? This is Democracy Manifest. Have a look at the headlock here. See that chap over there? Is the charge. Eating a meal. A succulent Chinese meal. (laughs) I'm Albus Dumbledore. Headmaster of Hogwarts School of Magic and Wizardry. Oh, my God. That made me laugh. Yeah. It's pretty shit, dude. Huh? Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, that hippie. What could he be doing in a Chinese restaurant to to merit that type of brutality? I don't know, man. There's a lot of cops there. This guy's wanted for more than like... <laughs> yeah. For than stealing fortune cookies. Than like enjoying yeah. his succulent yeah. Chinese meal. Yeah. He's, um, he's, he's done probably... I'm guessing the charge at least more than that. He doesn't look that dangerous to me. Um, it's pretty, yeah. Oh, good for him. How are you doing wild. today, Jeans? You okay? I'm tired. I, I fucking... What's wrong, Jeansy Bear? It's too hot. I didn't sleep well. <laughs> it is too hot. It's too hot. It's too hot. Oh, it's too hot for me. I don't like when it's hot outside. <laughs> That's your, <laughs> that's your latest. Uh, <clears throat> that's your latest thing that you start to act like an old Jewish guy. Oh come on! I don't like the heat. I can't sleep or enjoy a sandwich. That's what she, uh, Tristina keeps saying that I'm an old Jewish guy named Ira, <laughs> and that I because uh, <laughs> you because <laughs> you you're saying things that are like you've always been kind of scratchy, kind of growly and bear like. Mm-hmm. But lately, it's taken, it's not just like it's a bear complaint. Like now, it's a little nebbishy. Mm-hmm. You're just a little whiny. You know, like we were, we were going down to the beach the other day and we had on like these chairs that we use as backpacks. Like they're these nerd chairs you get at Target. Yeah. 
<laughs> you, you turned to me. Do you remember? And you were yeah. like, is there something in my backpack? It feels like it's heavier than usual. <laughs> I did not say it like that. <laughs> it feels heavier than usual. I want my lox and cream cheese in my bagel. Oh, Ira. And then I had to check Ira's backpack to make sure it wasn't too heavy. Yeah, that's something in my backpack. And then we uh, <laughs> <laughs> we saw a sail by, and right. I told you, I go, I like my sailboats, but I don't <laughs> like to be in them. I like to watch them. Right. But you said it, too, like as like, like an old man, where you were clearly upset at the thought of even being in, in that sailboat. Like, we were sitting next to each other looking at these beautiful boats, and you were shaking your head like just, oh, I'm so upset at the Oh, come at the thought. on. And you go, I like sailboats, but... I don't like to sail in them. <laughs> That's not true. And then your mouth was open when you looked up at the luggage. That's not in the true. the plane, you went, ah, ah. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Your mouth's always open. That feels totally abusive and not true. And you're more like that than Abusive. Yeah, it's not true. Me. You're, you, absolutely. Me. Yeah. I don't, I like, don't know about that. I only want to have one coffee a day. If you have two, it's too much caffeine. Uh, I got to get my <laughs> teeth fixed. Oh, Earl, so I want my <laughs> teeth fixed. My teeth look terrible. Can I tell you, I, right now, I've got, you know, I got those, I have two bondings in my front teeth, right? They're yeah. fake. I knocked half of one out as a kid. That's the story. So, one of them, it's so old now, Tom, it's chipping. I have a fucking chipped bonding. Can you see that? Yeah, I see it. And it's they're buttery yellow, just like yours. Both of us have. I don't have buttery yellow. Yellow is these high-definition glass lenses here. Which, by the way, I don't know if you saw the commercial, but now... There's night vision. <laughs> they're night vision driving glasses. They look awesome. They're not $449. <laughs> They're two for ten. Oh, I love when they show you the extreme discount. Yeah, you're getting not for forty nine ninety nine. What? They're ten dollars. <laughs> Actually, they're two for ten dollars. <laughs> How much would you pay for this fine item? I like to. The the premise is um, the road. It's too blurry. I can't see at night. So instead of going to the doctor, that's how you drive. Ah. <laughs> Like I can't see. It's too dark out. <laughs> well, what happens night vision is that things get real blurry, right? But uh, instead of going to the eye doctor, I'm just going to buy a pair of ten dollar HD glasses. glasses. Yeah, so it makes it yellow outside instead of blurry. <laughs> <laughs> it. I like to make yellow, and now I see yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how much would you pay? Five thousand dollars? No. <laughs> how about ten ninety nine? Okay. Mm. I'd like that. Bump, bump, bump. So, anyways, we have a lot uh, to go over. We have. Uh, uh, oh, another interesting thing. Tom said to me on the couch. We were watching <laughs> our shows, and he turns to me. This is last night, even, and he goes, "You know how they say." The girls have legs for days. How come nobody says she has tits for days? Yeah. 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 That's a good idea, I think, to start bringing that into conversation. 
Mm-hmm. Man, she's got tits for days. <laughs> it means right. it means they keep going and going and going. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. What made you think of that? I was looking at your big hangers, and I was like, <laughs> "Man, you've got tits for days." My big meat hangers. Yeah, they're getting a little soggier as the years go by. They look great. They used to look amazing. Now they're like, okay, I think they're okay. No, they look great. They need support. That's the key: is you need a good support bra. You've got tits for days. How come they don't say, oh, he's got dicks for days? <laughs> That's another thing they should say. Man, that guy's got dick for days. <laughs> he's got this dick that just keeps on going and going uh, and going. Dick he's... that keeps on dicking. Yeah. Okay. That guy's got dick for days. See, I like that expression. And you get the double D right there. He's got dick for days. Double D. Yeah, the two, the, the hard D on both of them. Dick for days. Hmm. Hey, have you seen, um, you seen uh, Carl? Who's that? You know, that guy's got that. He's got dick for days. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I saw him in the locker room changing. <laughs> okay. Did you know, did you know many guys that had dick for days? Couple. Where? In high school? High school, a couple guys had dick for days. College, I heard about a couple guys. Met mm. you a lot and play sports. Have big dicks. Some, but not all. Yeah. I'm sure, like, I'm sure. Maybe the darker players? I don't know. You're you playing guys that are outside a lot, so they're dark? <laughs> I'm just saying maybe the the players with the ones that run really fast and what does that have to throw do with the dark? ball pretty far. But what does that have to do with being dark? I'm just saying generally they tend to be darker in skin tone, they're, and they overwhelmingly populate like the NFL. Hmm. The, uh, I don't know what other associations, the NBA. Are you saying like people from the South? So they're yeah. outside? Yeah, some, some live in the South. Some are Southern. Some talk with a little twang. Twang. An interesting sort of accent. Hmm. Yeah, those types. Hey, what kind of, what kind of twang <laughs> are you talking about exactly? I don't know. Let me put my headband on. <clears throat> You know, like a like a silly drawl, like they talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that. Yeah, they got dick for days. They got dick for days. That's like undeniable, right? Yeah. See what the fuck I gotta is show that? you. I gotta show you this one video. Okay. Of this guy that has a dick. I've for seen it. Days. Is it on Tube Trooper? Which one do you? What am I? <laughs> There's a whole genre dedicated to to dick for days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you watch it a lot? <laughs> Um, I just, when I peruse the categories of pornography, I'm yeah. just like, whoa, that looks terrible. And then I go past. There's a lot of categories on Tube Trooper I go right past. You're trying to tell me that Dick for Days looks terrible? It looks terrible in real life to accept a Dick for Days, yeah. In, really? Yeah. I think it's the fantasy of it. It's probably more alluring than the reality. Do you remember when Yoshi was here last and he said that the number <clears throat> one search for straight men... Was big dicks? Oh yeah, really? Oh yeah. That the thing that straight men look for the most mm-hmm. is like the big dick being shown to the woman. So the woman oh, being like, "Oh, right, oh." Well, because then they imagine it's their penis. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. Right. I think it's yes. the idea that oh, this is my. It's not just that huge it's, I think it's not just mine. I think that's part of it. But I think part of it is just is seeing the woman. Lick her lips, like going. Mm, mm, like um, this is a tasty looking sandwich right here. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's juice. got 
Dick for days. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I eat the ass and pussy all the time. I got nothing. <laughs> uh, but that is, you know, you and I often discuss the myth that large men with large hands have large penises. Well, I am the original detective that told you that that's not... That that's a fallacy. Yes. right? But uh, how do you explain the phenomenon of the darker... It's not 100%. ...skinned people who play sports and... <laughs> it's not 100%. It's not 100%. No. You've known guys... Darker skinned gentlemen with small pen- penises? Uh huh. An average size, yeah. Who? Well, I mean, I'm not going to sell them out on the show. Say their names first and last with their address Kevin Jenkins. Wow. I, yeah, you know, I'm a little not schooled enough. I'm probably talking out of turn here. Yeah, I know for sure. Uh, our listeners will tell you. If you're a, a black man with a small penis, not necessarily to us. small, just say, you know, uh, how about a black guy with a not. Enormous penis. It's very common. With a dick for one day. Right. Not days plural. A half day's work dick. <laughs> a six hour shift dick. Okay. Yeah, it's a definitely. working man. So dick. you were of the belief before we had this conversation that every single black guy. All black no. men have penises. Well, they have. A, Large penises. Sorry. It's yeah. early. So, yeah, I did actually have that in my mind. I no. did. I don't know why. Maybe it's because every time I've seen a black guy naked in pornography, it's they're, well, they're in huge yeah. peeners. Yeah. Dick, I'll make you slap somebody in the face. It's not everyone. But white men in pornography are varied in size. But usually yeah. the black guys, they tend to uh, stereotype, I guess. As well. well, they also, I think the whole thing is the guy that's in that movie that you're watching that you're obviously purchasing is purchasing the, uh, the, i don't purchase pornography the black guy in the pornography he was hired to be in that porn because he's a black guy peener. with a big old dong yeah oh see now it's making sense you see what i'm saying i uh, see i see what you're saying we need you to do some <laughs> sex right now <laughs> remember that website we looked at last night um, Not the real estate one where we were pretending to live in million dollar houses the other. Oh yeah, that was fun. It's called. Uh, so uh, oh yeah, we had some mommies email us about. <laughs> they're like, go look at extreme, extreme restraints because <laughs> it's that they actually sponsor Dan Savage's podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's good for a giggle. Check out extremerestraints dot com. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. And, some of the ball clamps and dick weights. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. My favorite is the block that you put on a man's genitals. God, it looks unbelievable, man. You put it on the balls and the peener, and then it makes him get down on his knees. And if he stands up, he tears his beans and it's junk off. Can horrible. you believe that? It's horrible. That's dangerous. How do they sell that stuff to peeps? I don't know. They've got to have a huge like liability. or how, I guess you just forfeit the liability when you buy something like that. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. 
beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting into something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. And then they have um, uh, pussy pumps where you pump up your vagine. You said you want one, right? <laughs> yeah, for Christmas. I want to open it in front of your parents. <laughs> Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Penal pump. Oh my God, speaking of Christmas. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my gosh. <laughs> speaking of Christmas. Yeah. King Ass Ripper uh-huh. is no longer on YouTube now. Oh no. But he, he's going to, it's so bizarre. Now he's back on Live Leak under mm-hmm. the same um, page. It's uh, I Fart in Yo Face. Mm-hmm. He put up. A couple of his YouTube videos on Live League, but edited down. They're not full length. Mm-hmm. So it's the same, but it's cut down. And he added, he's learning a little more on his editing. He, ordered, he added lower thirds. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, his it. basement oh. farts are called like Basement Ripper. And it like, it, like flies oh. in and it says it across the bottom. Oh, wait, yeah. Okay. Seriously. And then it flies out. But I don't know. And, um, he has never responded to one of our listeners' no. comments on his page or our emails. So, you know, I, maybe part of just it, one of those spirits is just going to live out there and not ever. Yeah. And part of it makes me think, you know, there's some artists out there that don't want the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Maybe King Asperger wants to keep his art pure, mm-hmm. unfettered by the media. Exactly. Because, you know, once the media gets a hold of you, it's like, geez. right. It's like he's just like a. This, uh, you know, underground... Daniel Johnston. Yeah, or like just a painter who's just like creating his work and like, mm-hmm. I don't want the gallery opening. I don't want to be Basquiat. Yeah. I don't need don't to be... Don't put me in the New Yorker. Right. I don't want to be uh, Jeff Koons, if you will. Mm-hmm. He's the uh, he's the underdog right. of the fartist world, if you will, per se, mm. per chance. No, well, whatever. In his time. You know, one day he's going to realize... That uh, an artist cannot live on fumes alone, and he's going to need money for his oatmeal and for his breakfast sandwiches. I think so. It's a little bit, mm, 
It's not exactly what I had imagined. I really wanted him to, you know, reach out to us. Our challenge in here, you think you can far bigger than me. I know. I know I'm I'm I am my ego is a little bruised. It is. It's like, come on, dude. You've we we're pay, we're basically paying homage to you. You know, showing you the the respect. Are you biting your nails into the microphone? Yeah. Let's fucking finish your sentence. Do you think people with the earbuds want to hear you eating your hands? All right. Thank you. Uh This is where the what better venue for him? Than your mom's house podcast. No, this, this was all for him, but that's all right. Let's not even talk about it anymore. No, it's too upsetting. Yeah. I think what we should talk about is uh, porn girl voice. Remember we were discussing that, uh, was it last week or the week before, how girls in pornography... Honestly, it wasn't until, and this is like, this goes for almost all the moments in the scene, it wasn't until somebody was actually there telling me you have two in you or you have three in you that like it actually kind of clicked and I'm like oh my god this is actually happening I'm proud of myself (laughs) wait three what in you two Mm, one in you yeah two three what do you you see how she kind of has to not admit to what's happening even in that statement Mm -hmm. like the vague language is her way of not not acknowledging she's referring to penises, strangers' penises. Inside of her. Two body. in, three in. It's vague language mm-hmm. to mask. But what we're getting at is that voice, right? What I'm getting at, yeah, is that, oh, my God, like that. Like a lot of porn girls have, like they have their registers. Up yeah. Here. Yeah. Give me my reward. <laughs> I want to see all the cum on my face so I can lick it up. Give right. me my reward. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. Like that. Uh yeah. So uh Bruce Smith writes in, I think this is pretty interesting. The former Buffalo Bill and Hall of Fame Pro Bowl defensive end? No, Bruce Smith, the agent or the manager at Omnipop. Oh really? Yeah, no, I don't know. But this is Bruce Smith. <laughs> this is uh Bruce Smith. I don't know. He's he's just okay, the guy no, that writes yeah, in. Okay. Uh, I was listening to another one of my favorite podcasts. D-V-D-A-S-A, which stands for Double Vag, Double Anal Sensitive Artist. Hosted. Okay. Hosted by David Cho and Asa. Like here, I know Asa is a porn star. Oh, yeah. And David Cho's a famous artist. Oh, is he? Sure. An artist. Yeah, he's a real artist. Oh, it, oh, like a painting artist? Yeah. Oh, for real? David Cho? I, oh, is he the guy in LA? He's from yeah. LA, that guy. Yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, I like him. Korean oh, guy. okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Anyway, they were talking about the same subject of weird porn girl voices. They came to the conclusion that whenever the girl was molested or had weird shit happen, she keeps the voice from the age it happened at. Just their theory, but I think it's possible. And actually, I think that has a lot of merit because I don't know. Do you remember um, when Dr. Drew was, (laughs) we used to watch that show, the rehab show? Yes. And uh, there was that porno actress. Remember her? What was her name? Penny Flame. Yeah, and she and they she would kind of like that infantile stuff too. And he has the same theory that basically it's it's not necessarily the age at which you were molested, but it is if you were molested as a minor, mm-hmm. you tend to carry that voice. That's like you're forever a little girl. You're forever stuck. This is so depressing. Yeah, it is, huh? It's great. Yeah. 
It's like such a bummer to hear this. Thing. It is a bummer, but I think it's it's it is a sign that a woman is somehow um not fully developed. Like look at let's see how beautiful my voice is mm-hmm. at a low masculine register. Yeah. That's because I'm fully formed. But if I was like I might that means I'm damaged. But the do you really think that it's a direct correlation <clears throat> to the age of the damage? It's child if yeah, if you were molested as a young right. woman, yeah. Yeah, but not every girl who's molested as a young woman does that, though. I don't know if yeah, if the reverse of that is necessarily true, but it's definitely it's like a thing in psychology that they talk about, and like the makeup too. Like when they wear that heavy, heavy makeup, mm-hmm. it's to cover up their real face. It's like you're putting on a mask, and the voice is also part of that identity. Of like sh- I'm just super hot, like yeah, that stuff. Hot we should voice. emphasize that one of the people. From the podcast that you're talking, that he's referring to is an actual porn star. So that's interesting that she's yeah. behind this theory. Yeah, and even um, there's a great movie about Margaret Thatcher that came out a couple of years back. The porn star, Margaret Thatcher, a very famous porn star in England, and um, it's interesting because when they're giving her voice coaching lessons, her yeah. voice was at a higher register. Right, she was more like this than talking to people. And her advisors said, no, 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 you got to have a deeper voice because men don't want to hear you squealing like that when you're talking to parliament. Men don't want to hear that high-pitched voice. They associate it with their nagging mothers, their nagging wives. So they actually had a teacher to go lower in her register to be more authoritative. Really? Oh, yeah. And there's also a thing called fry where girls are talking like this now, like the Maria thing. Yeah. There's a study done about young girls who tie like that. Oh my God, seriously? Yeah, that stuff. It's called fry. And like girls in this generation. Why is are, it called fry? Because it's like a crackle in the, the whatever wavelengths of somebody's voice. Dirty and disgusting. <laughs> and fry is also correlated to less power and being less authoritative. When you go up at the end of your sentences, it makes people think you don't know what you're talking about. It's easy if you're a guy to know that if you if you meet a girl that talks like that, she's definitely DTF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine because you and I now have been playing this game where I point out somebody on television or in public and I ask you, "Is she DTF?" Mm-hmm. And now you've been kind of schooling me, like, "Yes, no, no. yeah." And I'm starting to understand now what you're what you're talking about. Yeah, because I think like the girl that's ready to suck you in a parking lot. Like she dresses a certain way, she carries herself a certain way. I'm mm-hmm. starting to pick up on it. There's an air of dignity, I would say. But then there's also this one there there's the um the misleader that we haven't really addressed yet. Huh. That's the girl who the amateur, the novice, the J V player mm. looks at and goes, Oh, that's that's the outfit. Mm. That's a suck pig right there. Mm. And it's like, no, no, no. That girl's never even done anything hmm. the amateur thinks that's a way in and it's not she's just she's just calling for attention but she's not down and how can you tell a girl who's just I, I, doing it's, that it's just I, I mean i just have to point it out to how me. does a surfer know. know which wave to catch it's the same kind of thing and then there's the there's her basically her opposite which is the one who you go Oh, but that's a conservatively dressed woman. That's the one who is more misleading to people. She's not a suck pig. Look at mm. her. She has a a business outfit on. But guys know, guys that are veterans know, 
from just a dick glance, for days. She, you can give her a dick for days. <sighs> but we'll see. You, I'm starting you. I mean, you don't just go, "Hey, it's the Olympics." You right, know, right. Training. No, I'm training because yeah. it's interesting. I have worked with girls in the past. Now that you mention this, when I worked in offices, who you'd think, "Oh, she's clearly a good girl. She probably just has cats." Mm-hmm. Um, and she totally sucks everybody in the office. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's correlated to, I don't know how to say this without being a total douchebag here, but it's often correlated to the lesser attractive women. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I got, I got to compensate in their minds. Oh, right. In their minds. I'm not saying they feel inferior cause they're not the token Barbie, whatever. And then they have to overcompensate. That happens sometimes. That happens. Yeah. I remember there was a girl in college who just let it be known that she was a suck pig. She was a mouth pig. Uh-huh. And that everybody could just put it in her their, her mouth if they wanted to. Hmm. Okay. And? Well, I mean, so did you did you try her out? I did not, but she was a real P-I-G, if you know what There's I mean. There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. <laughs> she, uh... <laughs> She was doing the compensation thing, the overcompensation. Yes. She was yes. not what I would like to call an attractive living person. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I think a lot of girls in, uh, you see that a lot in high school and in college. Uh-huh. Yeah. A lot of girls will put out more if they feel like they don't have something yeah, to offer. Because she didn't get any attention otherwise. So she was like, put, my, put your dick in my mouth. Yeah. That's attention, right? Yeah. yeah. It's sad. It's but sad. it makes you laugh still. It's it just... still makes me laugh. <laughs> huh. Curious. It's funny that you pointed that out. That is sad, but it yeah. still makes me laugh. Yeah. What part's the funniest about that? <laughs> about a damaged girl whose father didn't give her enough attention and she has to compensate for it. Go ahead. Let's talk about it. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. But the funny thing uh-huh. was that um, this, I mean, the girl that I'm thinking of particularly was just very, very... Describe her. Describe her. Just, she's not going to listen to I this. I don't know. She definitely doesn't listen to this. She, and, she, and you know what a lot of times that girl does? What? That girl hangs out with the very attractive slutty girl. In yes. other words, yes. she she's gonna she's not gonna get invited to hang out with good girls. Because <laughs> she's a bad girl. <laughs> and she likes dick for days. That's true. And you know why the good girls often judge the bad girls right. until later in life when you go, right. Oh, who gives a fuck? She right. just likes dick. You know? So the the 
the bad pig found the bad pig. The ugly pig. Okay, <laughs> all right. I mean, can we give her some dignity? She's a damaged girl. Let's let's so have some sympathy. Come she on. would hang out with the hot pig. Uh-huh. Okay. The hot pig, yeah. The hot, the hot dick pig. The hot damaged. <laughs> right. <clears throat> and that, and so, okay. and I, you see that a lot too in high school. Mm-hmm. Is that like, that hot slutty girl is also not allowed to socialize with other, other girls reject her. Yes. Okay. So she's like, oh, I have no one. And she's like, well, this, this dirty, ugly pig, she'll be my friend. <laughs> Wow, it's like it's like you could put Dr. Drew out of his job. <laughs> Do you have a degree in psychology? You're really good at this. You should counsel teenage girls. <laughs> you're ugly and you're not, uh-huh. but you guys are friends. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you guys have in common? Oh, we're both suck pigs. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know uh, something interesting, though? That dynamic occurs mm-hmm. when... Men like young girls and young boys can go to school together. No, seriously, like in, in a co-ed high school. Yeah, a lot of times the sluts do get ostracized yes. because of the male presence. Yes, so girls compete for male attention. Now, in my school, I went to an all-girls after I got kicked out of public school, where I got into fights with black girls. Mm-hmm. I got sent to a really nice private all-girls Catholic school, and we celebrated our sluts. Actually, the hierarchy changed in Oh, because it was an uh, all-girls? Interesting. Yes. So what happened was the girls that were sucking it and were doing stuff, at least in my clique, mm-hmm. were elevated to queen bee status because we went, what? You've, you've done what? Tell me about it. And then at lunch, we'd all sit around and, and the take stories. a knee and listen to what this girl had <laughs> done. Take a knee. So, yeah. so you were like the queen of the whole Not me. <laughs> Not me. A friend of mine was... She was. We were in tenth grade, and she was dating a twenty-one-year-old. Jesus, I know. So, not that not guy should be arrested. Uh, as we thought at that age too, actually, twenty-one to fifteen. Yeah, scandals. <laughs> yeah, but this girl knew how to do stuff before any of us, and so uh, we would sit around. Did she talk like that? Yeah, she did. Yes, no, no, she didn't talk like that. No, no, she was really cool. She was. A, she had piercings well before any of us. She had what? nipple piercings in eleventh grade. I remember I had a girl with nipple piercings in high school. And that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot for eleventh grader. I think definitely. Yeah, but she was very advanced, and I don't know. If she, I don't know what her background was. I don't, we were too young for me to even realize that maybe she had been molested or whatever the heck. I don't know. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Anyways, without men there. It's completely different because there was nobody to That's compete for. That's fascinating. And then, mm-hmm. and you don't get shamed without men there. It's like the presence right. of men shames you. Because it's not the men's fault. It's the women. Because right. now the women feel competitive for the right. male attention. But and obviously, young men who want to get off are going to go to the sluts, right? Mm-hmm. So the good girls get left out. They go, well, fuck her. Why is she getting all the male attention? Well, because she's putting it out, right? Yeah, yeah. So then they all gang up on the sluts, the quote-unquote yeah. sluts. Yeah. And then the girls who are good feel like, what the, you know, what this, this stupid pig? And they gang up on her. I think the lesson is pretty clear. <clears throat> Be a slut. Serve up that box. Exactly. Uh, if you want guys to really like you and see the inner you. Show them the pussy. Show them the pussy. Now, here's, here's how it worked in our school, though, at the Catholic school. Yeah. Now, the reason that hierarchy worked is because we were rebelling. There was somebody, the nuns were the figures 
against which we rebelled. So it was a form of sticking it to the Catholic man mm-hmm. to, for us to talk about sex, to be into drugs, to be into all the bad stuff. You see how it works? Mm-hmm. So it's awesome. If you guys want to hook up, go to Catholic Girls. So um, when the girls would share their stories, would they get into like super details? Yeah. Much? They would. Because they were, she was teaching us how to do what she really? knew how so to do like, in school. Really? So she's like, I put his dick in my mouth. Yeah. And then, really? And you girls were like, nah. Yeah. It was more like shock and horror. Like, what? And I play with his balls. You're, You're like, like, you what? play with his balls? Yeah. 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 And you always put the middle finger up his butthole. Right. We're like, what the? Man. Yeah, because your friend is teaching you stuff that the nuns ain't going to teach you. Yeah. I remember asking details like that to guys <laughs> and then being like, yeah, like, cause <laughs> like the guys would be like, yeah, fingered her. And I'd be like, so what was it like? And they'd be like, <laughs> I put my finger in her. What do you mean? Yeah. Just like, what did it feel like? Yeah. Tell me. Yeah. That's, that's how I asked in like seventh grade. Yeah. Because my friend Mark was, um, fingering girls in seventh grade. And That's I like, so early to be finger banging. I thought it was. I, I met people that said it wasn't, but I thought it was early. And I was like, what does it feel like? He's like, like a fucking wet pussy. Okay. Like, Good description, kid. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Tell me some more. So romantic. Yeah. They say that kids are doing stuff way earlier now. The guy in Miami that I met said that the Miami area, like he's like growing up in Miami is like growing up. In a fucking orgy. He's like, <laughs> we it. were all sucking and fucking in like fifth and sixth oh grade. Oh my God. That's what he told me. He said that he had sex for the first time in sixth grade and that it was, he was like the last one of his friends. Oh my God. Let me guess. Latin? Yes. No, he wasn't. He's Jewish, but he grew up in a very, you know, Latin heavy. And not like... Um, Puerto Rican? No, and not like what you're imagining, which is like... In the favelas South up Beach. on the side of the hills. <laughs> <laughs> it was like... Over playing soccer and garbage heaps. Yeah. <laughs> it was... A lot of tap dancing on pieces of tile. <laughs> Just lay moves. out that cardboard and show us your moves. <laughs> it was... Um, it was like a well-educated, you know, he's like, it was just, he's like, our whole culture is just sex, 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 sex. Wow. He's like, but sixth grade? He was like, yeah. I believe grade. that. I believe we it were, too. We were just saying yesterday, we were sitting out in our neighborhood kind of watching people and we were like, God, this LA is really laid back compared to places like Miami where they're very, very much into fashion. Mm-hmm. Look at my tits. Look at my ass. If you're not a woman and if you're a woman who's not putting it out there, yeah, you're, you're shunned you're, there. You're a fucking pig. Yeah, yeah, like why aren't you wearing your high heels and why aren't you tan and why why aren't your tits quadruple Ds? And it really is there. It's um, it is a show though. Like yeah. you, you are not. You're literally not getting dressed for you. You're getting dressed to show everybody. Look yeah. at me. Look at my tits. Yeah, look at my meat hangers. Mm-hmm. Would you be? You got ups- tits for days. You could do it. Right. Would you be upset if I? How would you feel if I just started letting my meat hangers out? You know, it's so it's so foreign to you. It's so the opposite of how you operate <laughs> that I think I would just be like, "Wow!" <laughs> I just it would just shock me. But would would it upset you to see other Puerto Rican men enjoying looking at my boobs? Look, Puerto Rican men stare at you whether or not your tits are out. Thank so God. I'm already used to them looking at you. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. But Mexicanos, really, they're gonna look. Doesn't matter where you go or what you wear. You know, when you're Puerto Rican, you're just Puerto Rican. <laughs> You're always going to act the same. I got 
you know, I do want to, I wish I could find that Dr. Drew. There was a time when he discussed that whole thing, talking in baby voice. Mm-hmm. That is a sign of damage, girl. Yeah. 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 I mean, really. Dirty and disgusting. That's different. Maria is not molested. I know, but still. Neither is Jane. I'd like to, um. Oh my God. Oh my God. Really? Uh, so, uh, oh, hold on. This is great. There's a tweet that came in that I know you're super pumped about. Hold on. So, on the last show, I was, uh, we were just talking about GPAs and schooling. And look, let's face it, I had been on a Percocet binge for a week. Mm-hmm. I wasn't exactly with it. A lot of times when I do the show, am I really with it? No. Am I going to say things that are factually inaccurate? Yeah. You mm-hmm. know why? I'm a fucking comedian, okay? I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. Who gives a shit, right? So this guy on Twitter, uh, this is my favorite. The dear, he writes to me, the correct order is cum laude, (laughs) magna, then summa. And then he writes, you are a tad arrogant for being wrong. (laughs) So I forward it to Tom, and I'm like, oh, you're going to be happy about this. So excuse me. I did get it wrong. And do you know why? Because it's been a long time since I've been in college. And also because you didn't really go to college. <laughs> oh, that too. I went to beauty school like my mom wanted me to. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember things, guys. All right. It's been fucking 99 is when I graduated. You do the math. You do the math. <laughs> it's been a minute. You do the math. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <gasps> <gasps> What's with the breathing? So that's that. Yeah, because you you know that guy put you in your place because you tried to shame me. Right. That day. That's why he did that. Oh, he's standing up for you? Of course. You were trying to be like, you know, if you had done that, you'd be magna cum laude, and then you'd be summa cum laude. <laughs> Wait, let me get the order. I can't even remember it. That's how... St- okay, cum laude is like 3-5. Okay. Right? That's like the baseline for honor roll. Mm-hmm. Do you remember getting a letter in the mail? Yes. Okay. Congratulations. Yes. You're you're on the honor roll. You're cum Yes, laude. I was honor roll. Okay. Magna is like three, what, seven, five? I don't know. Don't you have it in front of you? No, he didn't. He didn't. Listen, this is the one fault. He didn't specify the GPAs for this, okay? Hmm. And I th- I want to say Suma is like four. Here's, um, actually, I have part of my acceptance speech when I got my award. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine King uh, Ashripper getting an award for his... Oh, I'd like to thank everybody. <sighs> okay, here we go. Ready? Yeah. Graduation with honors. Cum laude, cum laude GPA 3.5 to 3.7. Mm-hmm. Magna cum laude 3.8 to 3.9. Mm-hmm. GPA for summa cum laude is 4.0 plus. Now, I never proclaim to be summa. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I think I graduated magna. You graduated magna. Yeah. I don't believe that. Actually, I did. I don't believe that. Do you want to know why? Why? Well, I did really good in school. That's why. Here, I have, um, when you got your magna cum laude um, 
award. I, I have your recording from that. Fuck my stoma. <laughs> I know. Do you think all my teachers would be super proud to know this is what I've used my philosophy degree for? Yeah, I think they'd be really, really proud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Dr. Stump and Dr. Tori for teaching me. Dr. Stump, thank you very much. Uh, and also, we got a great email. We discussed the uh, Bristol stool chart. We certainly, most definitely did. And uh, hold on, I got to find this email. Interestingly enough, right before we did this show, I... All thank you. Next up, Brown Talk. Brown Talk coming up. You've been warned. There you go. There's your warning. Well, interesting, because I, uh, before we recorded, I was making a brown, and it started off as a, as a one. It was very hard to come out, and then eventually graduated to a smooth five. Whoa, five is pretty far down. You sure it wasn't a four? Is the, is the four more of a... The four is more complete, smooth sausage, snake-like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, This sorry. is from memory. That's the... <laughs> That's the one I had, smooth yeah. and snake like. That's what Oprah calls a swoosh. She likes that one too. Oprah says that? Yeah. Oprah a long time ago had Dr. Oz on, I think, and they were talking about what a normal bowel movement should look like. Mm-hmm. And it was of course one of those things where she was like, Now ladies, I know you're gonna be don't get offended now. We gotta talk about poop. Like she was totally making a big deal out she of it. She blacked it up. She black she blacks it up when she talks about stuff that people are a little squeamish about. Yeah. And she did, yeah, one of those. Now you know you got to talk about Joe Brown. Before so, you continue on that, yeah, speaking of Go blacks, I, I need to give a huge shout out to, I had the best time in Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Um, Helium Comedy Club there is now one of my favorite comedy clubs really? in the country. Really? And I had the best time at that club. I will definitely be back there. Uh, and I want to thank all the mommies that came out all weekend long because it was uh, it was just so much fun. I really had... Remember how much fun I didn't have when, uh, at a club a few weeks ago? Yeah. This is the opposite of that. I had that much fun. I told, I was telling you every night. I was calling you like, oh, I had the best time tonight. And it was just it's a nice, good time. isn't it? It's refreshing. Yeah. Very refreshing. I have a feeling my week in uh, Tejas is going to be like that in Cap City. It's a great club. You're going to have a good time. Yeah, it's just so little. So many things go into that, you know. The audience being cool, mm-hmm. respectful. The club being cool. Yeah, it can be a real fucking drag when it's not, dude, bro. All right. So, um, speaking of our Bristol stool chart, guess what? Somebody from Bristol in the UK, where this is born, wrote yeah. in. So uh, this is from Mike. Oh, Mike. Mike. Mike, are you? Uh... Oh, do you speak with an accent? Do you say... And you, sir, are you waiting to receive my limp penis? (laughs) (laughs) I get to Hogwarts. Uh, Yeah, he says, I am from Bristol in the UK, the home of the Bristol stool chart. Hello. Hello, governor. I've been a long-time listener. Never thought I'd hear the stool chart mentioned on your show. My girlfriend, a nurse here, showed me the standard issue NHS... National Health Service Bristol stool chart a few years back, and it's been a talking point between us and our friends for a while. I'm glad you've enjoyed it so much, too. Much love, mommies, Mike. 
awesome. You know what that's like when you when you laugh at something personal for so long and you're like, if only the world could see how stupid this is. Yeah. And it's kind of like that for him. Where sure. like your worlds collide. There's a chart like that, by the way, in the military when I was in the Middle East, mm-hmm. where it's a it's a pee chart. It tells you what color your pee has to be. Sure, yeah. In that hot of a climate, mm-hmm. and what color your pee definitely shouldn't be. You want it to be pretty clear. You want it to be light yellow, like our high definition glasses. Even, even <laughs> actually, that's too dark. Yeah, it's too dark. <laughs> if you're if it's high More definition, clear. yeah. Yeah, you have to be super clear. Otherwise, you're super dehydrated. Yeah. Dangerous. You don't want to pee sunshine when you're out in it. You don't want to no. pee sunshine. <laughs> it's really scary. The only time you will, you will also pee sunshine if you eat nothing but protein. <laughs> really? Nothing else. Yeah, even if you're hydrated. I don't know. It's weird. Mm-hmm. You got to hydrate. You need to hydrate. That's fucking weird. Gatorade. I don't know why. I really don't know why. Hmm. Well, um,. Yeah, jeans. You gotta you gotta wash your balls. You gotta wash your ass. And if you got dick for days, you gotta show everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we've learned today? I feel like that's what we learned today. Yeah, I think so too. Um, by the way, it's been so much fun since we've started asking you guys for songs. You've really enlightened us. I feel like you've enhanced the show most definitely by creating songs, and you know we play them a lot, and sometimes. We get so many things in our emails that like, since we don't really have like a, we have no staff, we do all this stuff ourselves. A lot of times after we, you know, pull something and prep it for our show, we don't remember who sent it in. So we have, I always want to apologize for not being able to give you credit. Um, but this time I can, because this is straight from an email here. Uh, tech from Oaktown. Oaktown. Oh, yeah. Oakland, Oaktown. What's up? Biatch. Tech, he is uh, E40's cousin. He's a longtime listener. He made this song for us that is um, basically a tribute to Tribe's electric relaxation, and um, but it, it's mommified. Mm-hmm. Um, he says the cover's done by Bad Bad, Not Good. Uh, a trio of talented guys and um his twitter handle is pimp sandwich but there's no i in sandwich so it's mm. p i m p s a n d w c h and here is his jammy jam that's going to take us out of the show oh all right i love it i love you i love you mommies do you love me or the mommies yeah you really you. Yeah. i feel like it's you know, you know. But I like when you say that. I love you. I love you too, Jeans. Yeah. You're my Jeans. You're mine. Bye, guys. We'll see you in a little bit. You could be my mom. You could be my mom. You could be my mama and I'll be your boy. You could be my mama and I'll be your boy. Relax yourself, girl. Please wipe down. 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 Mommy, check it out. You got me mesmerized. Looking gooder than a bitch with them fat ass thighs. Fill her up, seal her shut every day. 
empty out my clip and I'll be on my way. Korean barbecue or sushi buffet. Yo, my man Tommy Buns, he got something to say. Christina likes it brown, yellow, Puerto Rican, a Haitian. From the Zulu Nation, if you in a jam and you can't hold back, don't worry, tell me where the dudes is at. Christina posters on my bedroom wall. Got a relationship question I'm about to call. At Tom Segura, where you need to tweet. Over this here beat, talking about you, yo, I took you out. Here's a dental update, I need to floss my mouth. My mind's in a frenzy, in a horny state. To all you come dogs, this is what I say. Relax yourself, girl, please wipe down. 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 And welcome to your mom's house. Tom Segura and Christina Bajiski. You know what I'm saying? Big ups to Bad Bad, no good on the beats. Big ups to Death Squad, San Jose. All the East Bloggers. Top Dog. Leo Huntsville. Ah. All the mommies everywhere. Where you at? Mom's house? Oh, I'm a gun club.